And we're back. Right, I don't I don't mean to disappoint you, it just happens. <laughs> hey everybody. Hi. Welcome back to Torchlight Tavern. We are a real play Stratego podcast. We focus ah. on character-driven storytelling and narrative, and uh, we're trying to tell a story here at the table while rolling dice. What? Why? My name is Jameson Oxford. I will be your dungeon master today. Playing with me today is Jeff Ryan and Mitch. Hi. Hello. Yo. They're playing the Barbarian Rogan and Artificer. Yeah. That's not the right order. I did, it's they, they, different they, order than they were. Yeah, one no, of those you kind of fucked that up. It's there. one of no, it's one of those games where they you have to put them in a line and then you have to draw a line. Mix and match draw the, the correct one. Is that what yeah. Stratego is? Yeah. Yes. No. Or is this just an elaborate cover for Jay's inherent failure? I've never played Stratego. Neither have I. Neither have I. I <laughs> Not a single one of us has ever played Stratego. Hey, playing today. I guess so, we have to play Stratego. Yeah. Playing Stratego yeah. today. Everybody, get ready. We have no idea what we're doing, and that is on brand. Uh, I, I have nothing else to say other than thank Does you for tuning in. Have a board? Please, if Is you this... like the show, check out our Patreon. Who's, we also do a Twitch stream. The board? Check out our Patreon and our Twitch stream. Uh, we Can do a few things on the internet. The top hat? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought it was a card game. Jeff, give us the last time I Torch the Tavern. <laughs> Last time on Torchlit Tavern, Black Powder. Black Powder. So you have no love for Vivaldi then? You knew this. And you have no love for Roca? No. Then tonight we take the men that will follow us and we leave. Robert has escaped. And we are surprised? Yes, he was being watched by 75. The truth is I'm only out here to make sure they don't go west. I don't care. I just want you to just Antiquus and be free of Vivaldi. Do you care about anybody out here? Nine has been nice, which I found odd. Halor has been giving, but I suspect he has his own motives. We all have ulterior motives. Nine, you're raiding Vivaldi's desk. I would like to take everything. I need him to go and subdue Nine. Nine has gone rogue. Adair, you can help. Why don't we send Roca, Hermin, and 75 ahead to secure the water at the river? It seems to me that you should be doing more of what the fucking mercenary says. We will go and secure the river. 75, with me. Do you want Nine to be destroyed? Not particularly. Then come with me. Perhaps we can prevent its destruction. What do you mean? Our reasons for its preservation are not the same, but in the moment, our objectives align in perfection. You know nothing of the world out there. What I know is that Vivaldi wants to get to the Maker's Workshop. We need Nine in the cart. Nine, I have given you no reason to trust me. You're going in that cart. Give me the items that you took, Nine. I will return them as soon as I am able, and it is safe. Okay. But I would like to pocket the journal. I uh, sequester the sword. If you need anything, just find friends. And he gives you a handshake. You feel something in his palm. This is a handoff. Yeah. See you later. I nod. In your hand is a simple embroidered piece of fabric upon which is embroidered a blue four-pointed star. It is exactly the same sigil on the man you killed in the prologue. I, I grasp it tightly in my palm and I put it away. I, I walk back to uh, everyone else. What was that about? North, west. What, why does it? They all die. Either way. He had people to the west he was trying to protect. 
I fear he does not any longer. As you get back, you see Adario and a handful of the men digging nine out of the wreckage of Vivaldi's tent. As it takes multiple men to do it, they do lift her and put her in the cage. The camp is packing up. We've gotten as much of a rest as anyone's going to get tonight. And the men are grumpy, irritated. They've been attacked by cat bears in the night. And now Roka's men have left. Like, they got their shit and they are already, like, 100 yards downfield. Vivaldi is informing everyone that, that we are going north, not west. They are going the wrong way. As you guys have packed nine into a cave, the wagon starts to get going. We take the wreckage of Vivaldi's tent and he tosses it into an abandoned wagon that Roka's men left behind that they couldn't take anymore. At this point, it's important to remind everyone that it's been three days without water for all of these men. We've been getting enough rest. We've been fighting to get enough sleep, but it's been three days without water. So functionally, all of these men have three levels of exhaustion which uh, is fun because they should be dead at three levels without water. But, you I was going to say, don't you actively start dying around that time? Yeah, but not in D&D. <laughs> I think you actively start dying. Jay and I looked it up because I wasn't sure. You actively start dying around two. Mm-hmm. If, you oh, go wow. to, if you go to three, you're just done. Yeah. <laughs> you can't come back from three. That being said, as a certain Jeff likes to say, that means that their speed is now half. Oh, no. You guys were only one day from the river. And now it's two, if you take the men, if you're trying to stay with the men. I'm just afraid that Nine's going to die from lack of water. Guys, I have an idea. Instead of you pulling me in the cage, <laughs> I'll pull all of you in the cage and I'll get there faster. I actually had that, that plan much nine? earlier on, but now things have cascaded poorly and we can't go that route. They're going to be going even slower because you have to drag me instead of a person. So, so, that being, so now that I've established the scene... I will ask, I'm going to push forward a, a bit unless you guys had something that you needed to resolve in the moment that we left off last. Halor, Halor is going to uh, to pull nine because Halor's feeling great. Halor's Halor. fine. Alone? Uh, no, he's going to ask <laughs> Reyes to help. Halor's pretty strong. He might be able to. Yeah, I kind of want to just take a moment to talk about where we left off with Reyes because Reyes was, uh, had just been handed the emblem of the blue flame in my notes so that's what i'm gonna go with sure there's a lot there to unpack well first of all i'm flashing colors just strobe light (laughs) okay so Um, so reyes is going full disco full disco orden walks by and does a fucking Fortnite dance hell yeah (laughs) rippling skin absolutely just taken aback right and he stashes it right because he can't possibly be seen with it but, and I think he becomes despondent for a time after this. So like is this more despondent than usual? Cause I know that, that instantly he's going to be like, oh, well, that'll be hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Are we, but, are we all together when this happens? I don't recall. No, he, yeah. he moved away. Are we also group when Eric left. Okay. Okay. Halor is going to go looking for Rask because Halor needs to talk to Rask because things are getting out of hand. And uh, Rask's one request was when you fuck this up, don't drag me into it. So Halor is going to drag him into it. Um, <laughs> Good man. Because he's involved now, and it's too late to save that, and he feels real bad about it. So I don't know where Rask got off to, and Halor needs to talk to Rask about the obviously fucking up robot, because something is wrong with it. The hammer's not supposed to have feelings. This is weird. 
Um, so I, I think Halor goes and pretty much immediately finds Reyes. Yeah. Then when you find me, I'm I'm still in this co- sort of shock moment, but I have at this point definitely pocketed the the emblem that was given to me. So so Halor finds Radius being shady, which is completely normal, but also uh, strobing out, which is not normal, right? Did you just call him Radius? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> yes. listen, to, listen to the whole show. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that moment's passed. Who knows what he said? Yeah, it's gone. I'm a one-off man. Uh, so Halor, as he gets closer, he sees Reyes popping colors, and uh, Halor doesn't really understand Reyes, but he knows that that's, that's embarrassing to Reyes when it happens because of the time that it happened with Nine and that other time that it happened. So uh, Halor's going to like move forward and sort of pull Reyes' cloak around him to cover up as much of his skin as he can. And, uh, are, are you well, friend? You, you're okay. Uh, I stare off for a while, and as though to hear you late turn... With a delayed reaction towards you, and uh, taking a deep breath, and attempt to rein in the 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 expression that my skin is doing. What Ra- what Adairu did is the Kreskin equivalent of seeing your browser open, closing it, and deleting your internet history. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. You've really protected my anonymity. <laughs> Protect it's really important anemone. to protect a crest. Hey, yeah, good it's job. really important to protect a Kreskin's anemone. It's real cool that you blasted his catch for. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't so know what that means. No one knows what let it, it means, go. but it's but it's evocative. Let it go. Move forward. <laughs> I take a deep breath and try to get myself under control. And I look down at you and go, "Fine. What do you need?" There just like looks. There just looks over the face, looks at his arms, looks over the face, looks at his legs, just sees the colors like going off real hot for a second and then wind down. Yeah. And uh, eyes wide, shoulders tense. You're sure? Because you look like shit. Again, there's a a noticeable delay. He kind of looks off and then comes back. Thirsty. Haven't had water. I am sorry, friend. I, I do not have any water left right now. But I, I can... We need to move... We need to move the, the wagon with the thing. I don't want questions to be asked. Can you help me with this? Risk, you're very sober. Yeah, I I shake my head, like, as if to sort of shake sense back into me. Sure. And start walking towards the cage, and I reach in one of my pouches, and I pull out a folded paper and unfold it. A familiar routine that you would recognize when Reyes is using. <laughs> he throws the scrap of paper on the ground, the now empty scrap of paper on the ground. Atheru doesn't believe in littering and picks up the paper. <laughs> of course he fucking doesn't. Eric Look, doesn't believe in littering, but thinks we should slaughter all the animals in the field. Atheru <laughs> told this man he would find him new drugs. And this is my in to finding this man new drugs. <laughs> okay. There's not a dumbass. Mitch is. Very different. So Adairu and Reyes get back to the cart and uh, Adairu starts pulling very quickly to get the cart like up towards the front of where people are. Because as Jay said, everyone else is handling like shit. And uh, yeah, the men look so once, I, yeah, I do the same. We're leading the animals and up to the front. Uh, oh, Lord. Uh, Adairu doesn't turn to Reyes but just starts talking, obviously, to him. 
What is wrong with the thing in the cart? It is erratic. You you know these things, yes? You seem you seem close to it. What do you mean erratic? Uh, what what you're familiar with these these things, right? And he says uh, that nine they call it. It is strange, is it not? Um, I turn and look at nine, and I kind of look past. I look at you, but through you, you know. To be clear, this is not quiet enough that nine can't hear it. So I can I can hear this conversation. Yeah, you you are. I have set you up in the. I can hear you. Okay. I'm right here position. And and the other part of this important note is we are not slowed down. No, we're moving because because of uh, exhaustion. So we've probably broken ahead by a decent amount. I think that's I think that's Mitch's intention. Yeah, we we get ahead and then we just maintain cruise velocity out of earshot of like everyone else. Yeah. So I look at nine and I look at you, but kind of through you and I nod in response to your question about having knowledge of these things. They are a simple tool, right? But this one is complicated by thoughts. They, I've heard they develop quirks over time. So, so it is malfunctioning. Hard to say. Do you think Vivaldi is right that it needs to be repaired? It is acting. Do they? I look at you and I shrug and I shake my head in an expression of, I'm just as lost as you are. They, are they supposed to become angry? I saw it with the large one, the uh, the war abomination, that it seems to have a quiet rage. And this one is very emotional. But they are not supposed to be, are they not? They're supposed to be like uh, any other tool, correct? They develop differently, serve different purposes. I'm no expert, only know what I've heard. Nadir is going to take wealth of newfound knowledge, and uh, he's just going to slow down until he's level with the back of the cart. And he's going to continue looking forward, and he's just going to say, Do you require some sort of repairs, Abomination? Yes and no. I know that there's... I'm aware that there is something off, but I can't... Uh, that's not something I can really fix. But as far as, like... I heard you guys talking. As far as, like, feeling things, I have kind of always... But you're not supposed to, right? I don't know. So you are... You are more than a copy of movement. You are a perversion of mind as well. What do you mean by perversion? You were manufactured using the unclean ways. You were sculpted using... Unclean? Yes. Why are all these words negatives? Because you were designed as a direct affront to nature. A tool to overwhelm, overcome, and destroy it. Says who? Who told you that? Everyone knows. This is why you were made. Raisk, is that what people said? I was made by the maker. Raisk doesn't hear you. I want to make it clear. It's not a delay. It is an intentional delay. Raisk doesn't hear you. If you want him to respond, you have to say his name again. Seth is clouded by the same smokescreen of civilization that would say you were created for good. I was created to help the maker make things. And then I was loaned out to help other people make things. I don't destroy things unless I'm specifically told to do so. There doesn't have a response to that. Like, he just... He's not making eye contact with Nine anyway, just to be inconspicuous. But uh, he just sort of like... It's that awkward pause that's hard to iterate in D&D because you think Mitch is just dumb because that happens too. I know that some of us are made to obviously be like 
weapons, like 75, but I was made to help, literally, to help. A weapon, you are a tool, and much like a weapon is a tool, it is a sword that is made to help, is it not? But it is made to help in destruction. You are a tool made by a destructive force to help the destructive force to destroy. Destructive force? The primacy. I wasn't made by the primacy, it was made by the maker. We're all tools. What is the difference? We all destroy. The maker is a person, the primacy is a big thing. A person is a big thing. People make Compared things to... for different reasons. Different things do different things. Oh man, here it goes. Yes, but I was not made. You weren't? I was born into this world. Hang on, hang on, fuck. Are I had to get this my right shit now? straight. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, Mitch, Mitch has to get this straight. <clears throat> I was born into this world. I am a natural product. You were sculpted for the desires of this destructive primacy and its guise of civilization. Look what it has done to, to Seth there. He should be a natural creature, and look how it has perverted him. We're made from the flesh of dead animals. In metal, smelted as the blood of stone. You are not what you should be. You are a perversion of those things. Made for an unpure motivation. See, you, were you there when I was made? You don't know what I was made. How can you just say that? Because the people of your civilization are all the same. Are we? Are they? Excuse me. Yes, everyone knows only what they are taught, and those who are taught selected things can be controlled and manipulated. You are taught that you are doing correct, or you are punished and perverted like Seth is, so that you feel there is only one choice to do as you're told. But that does not mean that it is correct. Seth kind of gives you a dirty look. I've only been able to halfway listen, but upon my fuck, name dude? coming up a bunch of times, <laughs> I give you a dirty look. Halor just looks at Seth. You are the less free of the three of us, my friend. This creature was going to walk away last night. I could walk away at any time that I like. You are too afraid to walk away because of the talons they have buried in your flesh. Why don't you? Because you don't, I am- You don't seem to want to be here. I do want to be here. I am here- Why? Because I am here to right what has been wronged. I know why Seth is here. He was assigned here. I was also assigned here. Were you assigned here? Yes. Did you join the army? In a manner of speaking, yes. I have paperwork, if that's what you were asking. And, uh, Halor provides Nide his outdated paperwork. <laughs> Show me your papers. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like, been folded multiple times to the point where it's, like, kind of separating halfway across the page. There's flecks of blood on it. This doesn't say your name on it. It says it does. Halor. No, it says Halor. It does. It says Halor. That's the only thing that's, that's, the only thing that's uh, correct. Story point, it doesn't. <laughs> No, 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 no same <laughs> uh, I question how familiar with paperwork, this kind of paperwork, nine is. Okay. I think Jay and I had discussed that they, the uh, the mercenary visas are issued in like a date range. So yeah, you, you, it has an expiration date. You Regardless have a job. of how versed nine is in documents, yeah. honestly, wasn't it has an expiration you to date. actual papers. I thought this was a joke. No, it's, it's real. <laughs> no, Every, so, no. No, I, DM stepping in. There, the primacy is incredibly bureaucratic. There is mm -hmm. always paperwork. Yeah. 
The reason that they knew Aderu's name, or sorry, Halor's name to try to contact him originally was because there's paperwork that he is on contract with Vivaldi. That is a known thing somewhere, right? He has paperwork because you cannot go, if you're not part of the army, from town to town without somebody going, where the fuck is your passport, basically. Uh, the only way that he can move, your papers? the only way that Aderu can move anywhere without being confronted by primacy soldiers or primacy or, or like city policemen is with this fake id that he has because a mercenary has special rules they are a foreign dignitary essentially they have a contract and they're doing this thing for this guy and at any mm -hmm. point they could question it and vivaldi would say he's working for me you know but it's one where like there's no way to verify who he is because of that blind sight of him being a mercenary that's the only reason he can move freely at all freely at all in a town. Does, so, with this... I know I have papers. She doesn't need papers, no. though, right? No, no one would, she, no one would no. also question a war force unit. They follow orders. There's Got no it. need to give them paperwork. There, somebody has a bill. Fair. Like, Vivaldi, at, as I stated, has an Vivaldi ownership. Vivaldi has her papers. Yeah, he has her yeah. papers. He's got a receipt. Yeah, gonna <laughs> yeah be, he has a receipt. There's going to be dispatch. There'll be dispatch documents somewhere. Yep. We have dispatched war force unit number nine under the care of Vivaldi for the operation. No, no, no. no. Vivaldi owns one. nine. There's a receipt. Oh, he purchased. Oh, that's right. Because nine's out of nine's out of service. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Seventy five would have dispatched. Yes. Sick. Yeah, I got papers, but I'm not fucking pulling out my papers for no fucking reason. <laughs> I don't. Uh, okay. <laughs> you got a lot. I don't know. You gave I'm everybody doing. a lot. Hey, listener, this is how the world works. I don't know what I'm doing with these. Here, here, I don't need these. Fucking eat them. <laughs> just be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just shred them. <laughs> now you don't. Uh, Foe uh, is catching up to your cart as you guys are, are saying this, and you hear them go, You guys need to slow down. Vivaldi says you are getting too far ahead unless you are trying to run. You're leaving the men behind. They cannot keep up. Uh, and there is just like, We did slow down. Turns back. Oh, shit. Yeah, you've, there's like a hundred, like a, you, you guys just like put nearly a football field and you realize how haggard and slow the men are moving. They're not going fast. Are they okay? They are not. When Foe does this, I assume Halor takes a step back, slows down. Yeah. I'm holding reins towards the front of the horses and I walk to the edge of the reins and pull before I notice that we have slowed. Autopilot's like, not like Not like yank, but like, you know, sure. continue my pace. And I look back somewhat confused. Seth, you need to slow down. I nod. Seth, are you okay? You seem very distracted. Thirsty. Okay. My shoulders are noticeably tense and my movements are stiff. How long do I have to be in here? Until the ruse is through. Foe speaks up. I've been meaning to ask similar question. How long do you expect the ruse to go exactly? Aderu, right? Yes. What? This is real name. I turn, I turn eyes wide <laughs> and then narrow my vision on Halor, now revealed to be Aderu. I knew it. <laughs> I did not conceal it from you. I had more than one name. I said the name I use here is Halor. That is true. I think it is time I find the men something to drink, yes? You could have this whole time? I have been busy, but I have when possible, yes. There is little water here. We've... people died. Not from water loss yet. There are things at play. The water is not where it should be. What? 
foe widened his eyes as well. What do you mean? When I went scouting for water day before last on Vivaldi's request, I found nothing. We're going to nothing? We're going to town. I am going to go procure the men something to drink, and they will not like it, but they will survive. I think you have everybody's undivided attention yeah. at this stage. <laughs> yeah, Fo, Fo is like, yes, you should, you should do this. Everyone will die. We are of all getting by, and the some of those men are, they're okay. I'm not trying to get them all killed. Nor so, am I. So there's no water where we are heading. There's a river. There has been there's a river. There has been less water where we have been. I am concerned there may be less water where we are going. But at any rate, these men are too slow now. Water or not, they will not make it. So we should ask Vivaldi if we can go ahead? Not you. Yeah, Fo's shaking his head. I don't think that's going to work. Vivaldi trusts me. I will take Seth with me. I believe that Seth can help me with this task. Does he know your name is Adaru? No, he does not know that is my name. He needs to know my name as Halor. Is that a problem, Nine? You need me to call you Halor. Please. Okay. Un- until the ruse is through. Once we are free of Vivaldi, then it will be of no consequence how you refer to me. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, Halor just sort of falls back to meet up with uh, Vivaldi. So, Adara, you, you head back. You guys are like 100 feet ahead of everyone at this point, uh, even after slowing down substantially. And uh, you find Vivaldi riding in the back of the other wagon that they procured with, like, the wreckage of his tent and his supplies and stuff that he had, has kind of piled in there. It seems like the magic of his tent has sort of failed, and it no longer just sort of all packages up. And so he's, like, digging through the scraps of, like, material and, like, trying, like tossing things. And he seems very frustrated when you come up on him. He's looking for something, and he cannot find it. Uh, Adairu is a very perceptive man and is not going to ask any questions about that at all. Um... <laughs> I would like to request to take C4PH forward to search for water or something to drink. He like, you, you, he fucking like, thro- he's, he's like fully under a tent flap and he throws it up. What? What? What do, you, what do you need? The men need something to drink. I believe that C4PH and I can find it. Vivaldi looks like a, uh, a man sort of possessed. He doesn't look like he's paying enough attention to what's happening around him. He seems... Uh, obsessed with trying to locate whatever he's looking for. And he says, I, I don't care. Go. Yes. Fucking find water for the men. We will. F- we, we are almost at the river. Why are we worrying? There just looks around kind of uncomfortably. And like the dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the men see and hear Vivaldi kind of dismissing the idea of getting them water. They, they watch this. Uh, uh, he does not notice that they're grumpy. Adairu sort of closes in a little bit. Is there another source of water we could use? Do you have some cash we could pull from? The men are in unserviceable state. No. No, there is no way for me to fix the fact that they are thirsty. He says, I am fine because I have a ring. He, he waves his hand, which has a some sort of etched ring on it. I need, yeah. I need no sustenance if I do not choose to. Then I will be back as briefly as I can. Hurry. Of course. I need you to watch nine. Yes, yes, of course. If Seth goes with you, who will watch nine? Foe? We do not trust Foe. It is deactivated. He looks over at it, at, at nine, slumped in the in the cage, and he's just like, hurry. Worst case scenario, it comes to kills Foe. 
Yes. And he goes back to searching his wagon. <laughs> Silver lining. That's how you deal with superiors. That, w- um. that would be a shame. As far as Vivaldi's concerned, I'm still ignoring Foe. Yeah, but... I don't think Vivaldi understands how much you ignored Foe. Yeah, I don't I don't think anyone was aware of this. Um. All right, and then, so, I've gotten Vivaldi's consent to take one of his men, so I'm just going to make my way back up to the front sure. when I get there, I get well, there. Well, while you're doing that, Foe, after Adaru walks away, Nine, quietly, not too quietly, Ray, so you can hear this, uh, Foe whispers to you, Hey, Nine. Yes? Do you remember me? You were Foe. I feared that you might recognize me. As Segan. Ah, it has been many years. Eighteen, to be exact. Do you remember Underbruce Laboratory? Yes. I was helping him. Yes, do you remember his subjects? Slightly? Do you I remember... remember interacting with them a whole lot. Do you remember a small tiefling boy? Yes, a little red boy. Yeah, that's me. What? Really? Yes, I was worried you might recognize me. It's one of the reasons I have not known how to deal with you. Oh. Oh, hi. How? Keep it, keep it down. Keep it too loud. How, how did you get here? It's a long story. Sabobos, you wouldn't even know who they were. Um, long story short, I went away for a while and I came back. I thought you may have died, but I recognized you. Yeah, I know. Still, uh, around. Do you remember? I I do remember, you know, you a little bit, but like you were just gone suddenly. Yes, um, the group showed up. Uh, you were struck down by Underbrew's contraption that I was put in, and um, I'm sure when you awoke, if you did awake, uh, I'm awake. Yes, you are. I I was long gone. Last I saw, you were under a pile of rubble. So. I was under a pile of rubble? Yes. Yes, you were. What happened to me? That might explain why I feel a little off. Underbrew did not care for you much. Uh, his contraption smacked you out of the way so it could fight the party that ended up saving me. Yeah, he wasn't the nicest person. No, no, he was not. Many in the primacy are like him. Anyway. But not everyone, right? No. Adaru, that's this Lore. Lore, you asked me to call it Lore. Lore seems to think everyone is the same in the privacy. It is. I know that's not true. It, it is not true, Nine. Uh, if it were true, then our jobs would be much easier. People like Adaru needed to be true because the truth is too complicated to deal with. If you are willing to kill people who do not deserve it, you can get a lot done. The trick is finding a way to minimize that. If you are trying to change your world. Do you do you remember when I came to Underbrew's lab? I think you were there before I arrived. Okay. I wasn't sure who got there first. My father dropped me off there, and I wasn't there that long. You were already working in his laboratory when I came. You've never met anyone named Martha, have you? I have not met her. But you know of her? Yes. She is... She runs Santitas, but she is not what you might call the leader of Duke. She runs Santitas? Yes. He's been 
very busy. Yes. Um. Yo, you wish to change the world. Reyes doesn't look at you when he says this. I imagine you guys have been like doing that thing where you walk eyes forward and talk, like everybody's doing that shit. Yeah. Because like nine yeah, can't move, I'm she's not, supposed to be unconscious. Yeah, except nine. Nine's laying down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely not looking at you. I'm actually, if anything, looking like uh, not straight towards the road, but sort of up and out mm -hmm. to the sky. Yes, I am trying to change the world. The world is damaged. It needs to be healed. Has he ever given me a, that you can remember, a, uh, a command from the maker? No. Wait, like in this campaign? Yes. Yes. Yes, he yes. has. Yeah, yes. we were with him for yes. a few Sorry, I thought we were talking about the past for sure. still from before. No, yes. Absolutely. No. He has. Yes. Uh, have you? You've never met the maker, but you, have you ever talked to her? Um, what are you getting at? I don't understand your question. You've told me that the maker said to do things before. Uh. Did she not actually tell you that? To tell me? Nine. Um, you are a before forged, and uh, I find myself awkwardly having to explain this to you. Warforged follow anyone- It was never true. Yes. Warforged follow orders. You are the only one that questions them. People have found that if they tell you, the Maker says to do it, that you do it. People who have purchased you in the past, they tell their new owner to say such things. It's- It's been a lie the whole time. None of us have met the Maker. We don't talk to her. I imagine the Maker has not given you an order in many years. And starts replying. I turn and look at Foe for the first time, probably in a while. Uh, you've looked dead in his beady eyes and threatened his life multiple times. How dare you assume you have? <laughs> in a while today. It's a in day, a not today. today. It's been like four days. No, it's been that like four been hours. Like he he oh. threatened his life this morning. Oh. <laughs> this very morning. Oh, my bad. This very morning prior to a lot of crazy bullshit. <laughs> Um, Reyes turns and looks at Foe. She says, So you plot against the primacy? I'm going to give you a more detailed answer than yes or no. I am plotting against the primacy. I am trying to save Bree. Bree is my home. I wish to go back there. The primacy does not belong in Bree. So are you wished? One of the other treasonous organizations. I suppose, though I consider myself a patriot, not the other way around. Are you with the blue flame? No, I am not with the blue flame. The blue dawn? Either way, I am not with them. I have very specifically written blue, blue flame. I have a specifically written too, and I don't think any of my notes say flame, but I will give you that Jay may sure. have said flame when he told you a long time ago. Yeah. Sure, Pass number absolutely. 77. The blue, the blue Dawn I am not with, but they are one of many groups that would they would thrive without the primacy keeping them back, and there's no reason they should not. They preach peace. Their sin is saying that the gods don't have the best interest for us, and as a Numenite, I disagree, but they are allowed to believe what they believe, and they are not violent. From the moment he says he's not with it, whatever the organization is called, I look away and start staring straight forward again. When Foe finishes, I nod. It is at this time 
that Adair gets back to the rest of you after talking to Vivaldi. Seth, I, I require your assistance for the sake of the men. Can you please help me? Intentional pause. He doesn't hear you. I need you to help me kill things. Do you touch him? I just give him a second to wait for slow loading. And then uh, it, it, as Adair walks up to Seth, Seth. He turned. I, I turn at that stage. I require your assistance. Are you capable? You seem unwell. What you need? Walk with me and I will explain along the way. You, you know what a mammal is, correct? Yes. We are going to need to collect them. Mammals. Yes. Uh, reptiles, not as useful, but take them if you can. We need as many portable creatures as we can. Killed with the least amount of bloodshed possible. Do you know traps and snares? I know some of some things of traps and snares. Are you trained in survival? To Mm, pretty sure, but if let me double check. If you're trained survival, the answer is ab ab absolutely yes. To be simple, every creature we capture will buy one man one day. No, I'm not. I'm not trained in survival. So, no. <laughs> yes, I well, understand shit. traps and snares. It's when you entrap people and snare them in your traps. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds legit. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, I know rudimentary knowledge of what they are. The caravan moves north. And it is moving slow. You move to the east, round up what you can. I will move to the west and keep eyes for water if you find it. We will reconvene, yes? You just wish me to catch animals, specifically mammalian. Yes. yes. If this somehow helps, I will do it. It may save some of these men's lives. You wish me to do this? Quickly. Many of the men do not have much time. When do we reconvene? Say, four hours time. It will probably be slow to go. But I expect that there will be many animals nearby at least. I nod. And uh, so Halor ha has sent Shark Boy on his field trip, exploratory uh, rat catching mission. And now Halor is going to go on his rat catching mission plus Ultra. Halor just uh, splitting the party. Yeah. yeah! Splitting us all so the way just, up. I run off. Yeah, as they leave, uh, they run off ahead to go do this little so side mission. So who's in the cart now? It's Foe and the, and the, and the horses. Yeah, we've got draft horses. Uh, and Foe is just sort of leading them. And as he goes to take up the reins, nine. What's your passive perception? Eleven. Hey, I'm, I'm pretending to be turned off, and my world has been shattered not too long ago. So Nine with your passive eleven. You think you hear something fart. Jay, you she know how you talk about us? She hears what? You know how you talk about us not taking hints? Sometimes. Hey. <laughs> sometimes. We don't know where to go with the No, that's just, that's it. Um, all right, yeah, I, um, I so think anyway, I hear So anyway, you guys fart. need to roll a survival I check. I, I think I hear a fart. I'm going to politely ignore it because that would be rude. I don't want to do that to Fa. So I'm actually not looking for marmots currently. I have to go talk to a man about a, an army and a river and a murder. It doesn't take mass murder. long where you travel. You travel a few hours ahead of everyone, right? And you yeah. catch the sight of a hawk that flies low in your eyesight, stops, like, and hovers on the wind, like, looking straight at you, and then goes up to a bluff. I go there. Yeah, business first. Uh, save the troops from imminent death second. Yeah, sure. You get to the top of this bluff, and... 
Who wants to bet Jay doesn't have dice out yet? I got dice right here. Oh, I performed what? the ritual. And I did it off the record this time. Loser. So as you get to the top of the bluff, the you, this hawk is sitting on top of like a uh, like a Joshua tree. And it flies down and lands on the ground. And as it hits the ground, it changes form. It like mute, It like morphs very rapidly into the shape of a slender gnome druid. Sukul. Yeah, you you recognize this to be Sukul, bedecked from head to toe in what appears to be a hooded cloak comprised of thousands of bug carapaces. She wields a pitted wooden staff and stands barefoot. Her face is hard and angular like that of an elf, giving her appearance a stern look despite its size. Aderu. Yes. You have much to explain. I have a dispatch to the army. Oh, fuck. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Shit. Nope. Here we go. He's not going to be able to keep it, guys. He's not going to be able to do it. I really wish him the best of luck. Me too. I do. I do. I do. I hope he can. Hope he can nail it down. I think he's got to get rid of Halor. I think that's his biggest problem. He's going to have to ditch the Halor thing. I recognize I'm being a hell of a stickler right now, but Joshua Trees are in desert climates. Are we in a desert? Yeah. We are fucking now. Lately. Uh... I get to. I didn't I, want to say it. It, it is a. I know Joshua, you can do whatever you want because this is your world. It's but a I Joshua was, tree like I, yeah, like tree. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I, it, it's not ri- like no. There's no such thing as Joshua trees. What the fuck do you want? It's called a a, a, a Bobbywa tree. Okay, leave me alone. It's, it's a. <laughs> it's a Bobula? Jonathan tree. It's a John Bobbywa. Yeah, it's a Bobbywa tree. It's a Jonathan tree, and they're indigenous to deciduous forest. Yeah, fuck it, off. it's not. You're not in a deciduous forest. You're in a valley. Uh, there's shit. Uh, 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 yeah, what he said. I'm sorry, you said a thing, and then I was like, where are we? <laughs> You're in a river valley, essentially. It's vaguely marshy most of the time, but it's incredibly dry lately. At least it's easy to travel. Yes. Aren't you got your voice, bud? Yeah. I kind of be saying what's for. I told you I'd be dispatching, move an army to where you could be doing the ambush. And so I have. I'd be sending them west. West toward river-like. Yes, we see this. Why are these, why are there more? These 20 some odd men that come with you. They are tools of my deception. What deception? What tools? Your mission is accomplished, Adam. Yes. I, I can say that uh, the, the directive that I was given was accomplished, but I, I'd be saying that I'd be having more options, more ways that I can be pursuing more things. So far, I am nearly about being taken out of this entire grouping and replacing it with a group of men of my own. Why would you want to win if you are? She points the sword up on your hip and says, this was the only thing we sent you to get. And it is done, but only in the just. It was these machinations that they use. They are what makes them fearful. They are what makes them wrong, but they are also what makes them weak. They are being too addicted to their automation of words and loss. You can use it against them. And uh, Adairu pulls out his uh, his paper. This, this here piece of parchment. This says that I am halor to them. It gives me the power to walk among them. They don't even question. They don't even be looking. How many times you try to walk into a raid and have to be working about the shadows and the south? With this, I flash a paper and they have to be walk right into wherever I be wanting. I can get as deep as I wish, and I am. I can strike a blow to this creature in its heart, not simply tear at its ragged flesh. If you walk amongst them, you run the risk of becoming tainted. And I worry you have gone too far already. Does the wolf run the risk of becoming a sheep simply because it'd be walking among the herd to pick the weak one? No, but it could become a dog! Do you wish to be one of their dogs, Adero? I am narrated their dog, and you know it. But I'm not being liking what you're saying, there, friend. It's quite an accusation you be making. You are protecting primacy men. I have sequestered a resource, and I intend to be using 
Methink you are protecting the wrong sheep. I think you are being forgetting what I was sent to do. I forget I was sent not. To, you forget. I was sent to gather this blade and to kill and to destroy. And I have done just such. And I will continue to do just such. I think you just cannot stomach the mouthful that you are wrong about the way I be going about doing it. You are saying that the druids, the circle, is wrong. I am saying that you are short-sighted in your method, and I am saying that you are unwilling to accept that my method is effective, and I be understanding why. Dulf and Thrud will be taking care of the forty men you sent west. Good. That's why they sent them there. And when they are done, they will come for this one next. I will tell them that you have lost your mind. I cannot understand what drives you to do more. And not be asking you to understand, I be asking you to see what I be doing and to trust the work that I be doing. Do not question my resolve. Do not question our orders. Your orders were simple, and they are yet done, are they not? Stand down, Adiru. Or what? Or I will have to bring you to Duth and Thrud, and maybe I will attack these men you protect so jealously before they get here. If you strike at them out of the fear of your weakness and the fear that my plan may be working better than what you be telling me, then you may do so. But you do not question my resolve. You question a dog and it whimpers at your heel. You question a wolf and you get bit. Consider whether you really choose to decide what kind of candid I am today. You are not the leader of this pack. I am in no pack. I am dispatched alone, as always. I am given order and I follow it. You said to procure this blade, and so I have. And there he draws out the sword. You said to do damage to the army, and I have. I have done both. I have taken 40 men in a series of my actions. I have procured this blade, which obviously so you could not. Or it would not have been dispatched to me. Could Do not question my ability. Do not question what I can be doing with what I can be doing. Do not question my thoughts. Do not question my resolve. Or I will end you, my friend. Because you are howling its weakness. Hiding in the dark of the cave. Fearing the fire. Fearing the men that gather around it. It is the wolf that approaches the flame that gets the men. Not the wolf that hides in the dark and nips at the heels of children and babes when they flee into the darkness. Adero, as you, as you do your rant, you hear coming from around like a corner of this bluff this this little area where there's a hedge of trees you start to hear the sounds of growling and coming around the corner as Sukul stands up to her full height fuck she's almost as tall as me yes three <laughs> feet tall uh she stands up to her full height as and as she does this a couple of other shifters step out from their hiding places bearing their fangs one of which being one that you've never met, but he seems to be a bear. He is a huge person. Oh, in the Definitely much taller than you. Uh, Not hard. With his teeth out, claws distended, she says, Out of respect for your work, you have today, tomorrow, you will be one of them, as far as I am concerned. I will let Dulf and Thrud do your final judgment, but I will bring you before them. Give us the sword, Adero. Why? So that you can complete your mission. Was my mission not to recover it? I have done so. Only once you've given it to the druids. Then I shall give it to them when we speak. On the day of my trial, when they decide what is to be done to me, only at that time will I receive it, relinquish it to them. There is your concession. I shall report it to my real superiors. Those with true power. Those who do not hide behind the might of their packlings here. Those who would take it to be an alpha upon themselves and deal with me in their own. I shall relinquish it to them, on whatever grounds they see fit, be it by choice or by blood. 
Then you forfeit the time I give you. And she stamps her staff on the ground. And from it, a flood of bugs starts to pour forth from the bottom and out toward you. As well as that, the other two start moving towards you as she barks out a small command in Druidic. Ha, I know what that means. No, I don't. Yeah, so these, there's two of these Just shifters. Kidding, no, no. You, you know it, because it's commands they use, they've used for you in the past. So you know, know a handful of words. This one's attack. Uh, Aderu, you are outnumbered. This yeah. is a fight that Aderu knows he could not win. Yes. Adero, you're outnumbered and you're facing that Russian bear guy from that superhero oh, movie. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know the one? Now, the good news is, uh, Mitch, is you leveled up. Everybody leveled up this episode. And you seem to have told me that you chose a certain feat. I did. What was that feat? Mobility. Crab feet. It was crab feet. He chose crab <laughs> he feet. He chose crab feet. He runs sideways. <laughs> Those are nice, yes. right? Those are the some crab nice crab prosthetics. Feet. <laughs> yes, the uh, the update that Adero made was mobility. What does Adero do? How you mean how, the thing how, that how barbarians close, get all by themselves? How close? No, it's but it's but it's more. How close <laughs> am I to uh, the coward Sukul? Uh, you could uh, you could run forth and attack them, but if you run forth and attack them, the others will be on you, and we will be rolling initiatives. Advise, do not attack. Advise, do not attack. <laughs> I feel like you don't know who you're talking to, I, Jeff. Honestly, I'm learning who I'm talking to. The DM is, uh, well, I had to step back to make room for the massive balls that Adaru whipped out. <laughs> Adaru pulls out his hand axe, and he barks. I kind of say you have more spine than the worms you grovel with. And he throws his axe at Sukoth and then bails. Sukoth with an elf. Yeah, whatever. And then I hurl my axe at Sukoth. Uh, does a 19 hit? Doesn't matter. I leave. It, hey, you don't know? <laughs> so so before it even makes contact, whether or not it makes contact, you don't know because you're, you're, you fully turned away and start running. But you hear a nice, satisfying, meaty thunk and a cry. Before you left, you were like, One more thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he found it already. Wow. All right. You hear you hear Sukul give out a cry of pain as you book it down this hill. And the what others were the, What were the other two shifters? There was bear shifter and what shifter? Um, hmm. Let's say, I want to make it interesting. Uh, let's say that the Boy. other shifter was a... Turtle. <laughs> no, no, no. No. No, no, no. no turtle. No turtle. That's too close uh... to old scale. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, but it's a reptile. She uh... looks like she's reptilian. Hell yeah. Monitor lizard. Monitor lizard. It's, it feels like it's awful close to being a lizard. And... I think shifters have to be mammalian. No, they do not. So if, uh, since Adairu is fast, especially now. How fast he, is Adairu now? He has a standard of 40. All right. So he's a little, he's a bit faster than most normals, just on a normal run. And when he's dashing, nothing slows him down. I can rock the hardcore with the parkour, my boys. Sure. I suffer I mean, no ill effect for shitty ground. So yeah, you take uh, off across some shitty ground it, going downhill. He's going to take advantage of knowing that. Yeah. And he's going to, uh, he's going to let whichever one catches up first and continue to talk shit. So the bear is very much outpaced right away. He get he he's slow to even get moving. The other one keeps pace with you a little bit, but it becomes very clear that you're not only faster, but more sure-footed than they are while running down this hill. But they're on your heels, at least at this stage, because you took a moment to attack. Uh, yeah. And so this one who seems to have like, like spiky growths coming from her back and 
a strangely pointed snout. She looks like she might have some reptilian blood in her shifter DNA. Like a pangolin. Like pangolin. an angry pangolin. Like an angry pangolin. They're slow, now though. That, now See, that, that, that gives you mammalian and reptilian looks. See, I can get you both Sure, ways. it's a yeah, pangolin. Like fuck that. it, it's, it's a pangolin. pangolin. Yeah, fuck it. Real wicked claws. Surprisingly wicked claws. Love that for her. Yeah, really. Yeah. Do not fuck with that slash attack. Other <laughs> pangolin said you are that you are losing your mind, but she did not do it justice. Slow down and let us just bring you in. I will come in when my time is ready, but I am not done with what I be doing yet. There is still one snake left in this la nest I have left to depose. Like cat and mouse chase, I know that I can stay ahead of you. So Adairu dashes away, like posts up on a stump or whatever, and just is chattering. Also, he's gonna lose these fuckers eventually, so I'm hoping I can talk one of them into going away. Because I don't want them to follow me all the way home. That would be inconvenient. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll continue a, an RP, and then it's going to come down to a roll to lose them. So, um, yeah, you cannot go against the circle. Fair um, enough. Be going against the circle. I'd be doing what they wishing. I'd just be doing it in a way they don't be liking. Uh, he closes the distance. If you stay and talk, like you're going to get attacked. It's fine. I'll let him have one. Okay. Yeah, he, he runs up and kind of swipes at you. Doesn't do a full attack, but just run up and try to get you. Rolls a six. You jump down from your stump and like run forward another, you know, 40 feet or whatever. The circle be trying to reunite nature in its full glory, and that's what I be doing. I just be doing it on a grander scale than them. I do not scratch at the flesh. I be taking at the serpents in the creature's heart. It's, it's not for you to decide this. And he runs forward again. Uh, you need to do what the circle says. Give up. Last chance. Everyone be saying it's not be up to me to be making decisions. But everyone be saying that I should be listening to those who cannot be saying they be doing more than I've been doing my entire life. We've been listening to them this whole way. Maybe they're wrong. Their methods are too meek and weak. You are, you are lost. Takes another tag at you. Yep. This one, I think, makes contact. What's your AC? Uh, I'm going to say that I don't have my shield out right now, so we'll say 17. All right. It does four damage and catches you with them fucking mean claws for a pangolin person. Uh, gouges a chunk out of your shoulder, and it becomes clear that they are focused on fighting you now, that they, they're not going to respond. If you take the time to catch your breath and talk, they're going to use it to catch up with you. That being said, roll me a persuasion check for what you've said so far. I'm bad at that. I'm going to do it. Yep. I'm going to do it. Actually, uh, I've got one more line that I want to drop in before that. Sure. And, Parting uh, words. Yes, I'm going to reckless attack at him with the scimitar as a counterattack. The fancy one? Yes. Adaro, as you draw the scimitar, time stops for you. God damn it. Every time. Do, 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 do. You, Wait. You, you, you put your hand on it and draw it out to attack him. And everything around you fills with what feels like a white fog. And it feels similar to almost when you were dying the other day. Okay. Uh, that's weird. Not not gonna not gonna beat around the bush. That's odd. Um, so like outer outer body bullshit. Like a little bit. A silhouette starts to uh, come out of the fog, and it is a coalesce. Coalesce is a great word. It coalesces. It doesn't seem to have like a concrete shape, but the it takes the form of a large behemoth of a stag, like the size of a moose, probably bigger. But it but the horns are those of like. A, a stag, a sharp, pointy, multifaceted rat. Like shout out like the stag from uh, Shadow and Bone. 
uh, like a 25 point buck. That or right. another one that is very similar is from that uh, Princess Mononoke. Oh yeah, see it. The forest spirit. The forest spirit. Yeah. Pretty cool. And ironically, I didn't steal this idea. It's your forest spirit. Though Adaru would have never seen it. No, fucking not at all. Because it died long before Adaru was born. But but despite that, you know what this is. Adaru. Adaru turns to face it with the sword, obviously. Probably hostile. Fucking druids, fuck these guys. Adaru, uh, like, he turns to face it, and then he just sort of, like, cowers a step back and waits. Because this is very clearly out of his league, whatever whatever the fuck this is. So he's not going to make the first move. He just waits and listens. I sense, I sense, you are one of my circle, circle, but I do not know you, not know you. I cannot say what circle you be speaking for. I be born only of the circle of the broken ones. This name, this name, I do not know, not know. You would wield me against one of your own, one of your own. I display my power in a conversation of force against one that must be shown. That is not the way, the way. Then perhaps you speak to the one who struck at me first twice. Now I must show that I have strength, or it will be read only as cowardice and weakness. Then you will do that, do that without my help, my help. And then you snap back. It's gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. I said it first. Yeah. And you snap back into reality. No time is lost. Yeah, there is a me- there is a big pangolin man jumping at in front of you as you draw the blade. Um, that's a 24 to hit with that scimitar. Uh, there comes to, and he... he you know, blusters into rage, bears his fangs, and uh, scalds at the other one. I have been chosen and granted the power of the forest to be the disrupting will. And uh, he strikes at him with the big scimitar. And he does five damage to the scimitar, or sorry, eight damage to the scimitar, and another four necrotic, or necrotic damage. He's got that new thing where he rots people. So he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna show this guy that uh, I'm special, not like you. I'm a real boy. He's going to kick in his additional four points of necrotic. Adaru believes that this power is some sort of divine or nature-given gift because he's on the right path. And as you try to do it, your dungeon master is going to use a story point. And the sword that you are holding is made from the horn of a nature spirit. It is a purifying force. And Adaru's rage and anger is what gives birth to this necrosis. And this sword has told you that it will not help you fight one of your brothers, essentially. So it purifies that anger. It does not give the extra damage to I mean, your enemy. dick move. It, it's a dick move. Dick move for a spirit. Yes. And so in this fight, in this moment, when you think that you are going to be delivering unto this person who thinks they know better the evidence that you are on the righteous path, nothing happens. Fucking fake news. Ah, uh, shit. So, Eru, in his rage, starts to cry out, Y'all can be saying what you like, but I've been given powers by the forest you ain't even been seeing yet. And uh, he slashes at him, and he waits for that necrotic thing to kick off that's been happening, and it doesn't happen, and... Uh, Big old chest wound opens up, and it just starts bleeding normally. You're both standing there a little awkwardly waiting for something to happen. And then it continues to bleed normally, which is not normal, and Eru, uh, in his mind, goes, Shit. And he leaves. Was that it? Adaru, roll a uh, athletics check uh, <laughs> to just run away now. Fuck! That's not how that's supposed to work. 
<laughs> guys, 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 Ryan. Is it a four? Is it a Mitch? Did you roll a Mitch? That Mitch, baby. That oh, Mitch. Yeah. I'll put it in. Yeah. Oh, good time. That's, no, that's not what, a, I, that's that's a not nine what I normally do live, but I got you. That's a nine total. <laughs> what do you? That's a nine total? Yeah. Yeah, it's the thing where Mitch uh, rolls under 10 on all of his things that he adds five to somehow. <laughs> Aderu, you're, you're caught off guard and it throws you off and you lose your footing and trip over a low bush. A root no, uh, grabs you by the ankle and you go tumbling down what's left of this hill, uh, sending you prone. And you see the others are catching up. This one is on top of you again. Uh, Aderu just no, cries out as he's falling down the hill. Um, he, he just cries out loud, but when I use my dash action, difficult terrain doesn't cost me movement. <laughs> and in realizing this, you do pop back up to your feet, but you, but it is, but they did catch up. Uh, Rayusk, what'd you roll for that survival check, man? You found any animals? Another acceptable answer would have been as you wish. Uh, yeah, I rolled 20. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Uh, uh, uh sorry. I couldn't help it. Um, yeah, I rolled a 21. Cool. You've got, like, a lovely little pack of marmots, some, like, groundhogs that you've gathered with minimal blood loss. You've got a nice little bundle, but you're trying to catch, like, a substantially large animal. You found a fox that looks like you finally cornered it, and just when you're about to to, to, to get it pop up from behind your cover, your phone goes off. Your, 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 phone, your phone gives off a little chime. Stupid phone. My, I'm, I'm in that classic, like, sneaking, crouched position, like, which is probably really low for how tall I am. And as soon as that happens, I'm completely deflated. Hi, welcome to Yoonphone. Here's a commercial for one of the many products that you can find through the Yoonphone right now. Hey there, tavern goers. I hope you're enjoying today's adventure. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that if you like or are listening to our show, that you are what could be called a tabletop fan. And with that being the case, I figure it's probably a safe assumption that you either play in or run a game yourself. So, if that sounds like you, boy have I got the Twitch show for you. Every other Wednesday, the same Wednesday these episodes release, at twitch.tv backslash Torchlit Tavern, we discuss the finer points of playing and running a game. Topics like world building, character voice, and many others, with guests from within and without the podcast. Come join the conversation and talk with us about whatever imaginary nonsense we're talking about. That's No Dice at Torchlit Tavern's Twitch channel. Join us there and have some fun. Blue-black hexagonal pattern across my skin. Roll. What's your passive perception? Passive. I think it's 13. Over, as, as you, as you kind of like look up into the air, fucking mad that you lost this fox, you see what looks like a swarm of like bugs, like a mile or so away. And you hear faintly on the wind what sounds like some yells, like some somebody somebody is out there yelling at something. I don't take movement penalties yes. from rough terrain. <laughs> That's what you hear. Hell yeah. 
It's in an archaic um, language that you don't understand. <laughs> it's in uh, it's in Fourth Wallian. Yes. Ah, yes, Fourth Wallian. It's the ancient language of the of the neckbeard, the rules lawyers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, do I recognize the the camber of his voice? I realize there's a lot of difference, but does it sound like Halor? Uh, no, you can't. You can't make out who who is doing. You could roll perception. Let's see if you can get that much information. Roll perception. Nope. We'll see if you can give it. Nope. nope. No. The answer is easy, and it's no. No, you just know something's up over there. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'll... You do know that Halor went that direction. Okay. And does it sound like a scuffle? Yeah. Sounds hostile. Okay, yeah, I'll move that direction. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like Reyes particularly knows the sound of Halor starting shit with people. So yeah, I move that direction. I I bolt. Fuck it, Aderu. I'll go that way. Aderu, uh, you're right. You don't you don't trip. That would be anti that choice you made, and I'm not about that life. Uh, it does slow you down just enough for him to sort of catch up. He makes like a big leap rather than running down the hill, and he catches up with you because he outdid your athletics check. The others still behind, but this guy is in, in determined to try to stop you. He is going to try to roll to knock you prone. Okay. Give me a athletics or acrobatics check. Your choice. All right, boys. Watch me fuck this up. I believe in me. I do believe in you. All right. I'm going to call 13. 13? Mitch, did you get a four? No, I got a 13. <laughs> Seriously? Wait, you called out a 13 and got a 13. Did you roll a 13 or add to a 13? No, I rolled an eight plus five for my athletics. <laughs> Wild. Not only it took me that long because I was double checking my math not, to make sure that I did not it. Not only did you succeed, you beat them. You've once again called a number, which is very impressive that you've done this twice. You need to go to I can't Vegas do that when I, and play no, I can't craps. Do it when I gamble. I can't. I can't do it when it matters. Yeah, it has to have no effect on your life, right? Yeah. But in honor of that accomplishment, I will let you have this that he. <laughs> tries to trip you, and you trip him instead. And after that, it is easy enough to pull away from everyone. Now, if you want to lose them, I'm going to need a survival check to try to ditch these people. Alright, time to fuck up another check. I'm feeling good on this one. The one that's going like to be the hardest gonna... for you to beat will be Sukol, who has the ability to turn into a fucking bird. Yeah, that guy's not... He's not my friend. Um... Dedoy, son. You just yelled at him. him. Yeah. Called him a bitch. He was me. <laughs> he called me a bitch first. Called you a dog. Um, a lot of people calling you a dog. Is, and I'm a cat person. True. Like, literally. I'm literally it's a cat person. It is it's very rude. Uh, Adairu is going to shift and look down on this other shifter and say, did not follow me. And uh, now I get to fail that roll with advantage. Roll intimidate. Oh, yeah. Shift your pants. Roll intimidate, too. That is a, uh, a 21. On my survival. Okay. Shit. Hey guys, hey guys, hey guys. I got a Nat Mitch on my Intimidate. Okay, so he he, he followed. Oh, yeah. Which is a six. It's uh, <laughs> Whatever. I tried. You are lucky. Because Sukol is not trained in survival. Because I have statted them as such. And we will embrace that. Because if Sukol was trained in any way... Rolled a 19 on the dice, but your 22 is Ooh. one higher than Sukol. Despite the fact that Sukol turns into a bird, you ghost these people. Hang on, hang on. He rolled a 21 total? Yes. I also rolled a 21 total. Meets it beats. Meets it beats, but that's Either way, yeah, I do give it to the player. It was that By close. By the hair on Halor's ball sack, he escaped. 
a few, like, about a half hour later, you come across Rask moving in your direction, and you, like, but you've more or less lost them at this point. But, like, there's a bird fucking flying around looking for your ass right now. There doesn't say anything, but he holds his hand up for stop. He puts his hand level and swoops at the ground for low, and then he does the turn around and go that way signal to Rask when when they meet up. Yeah, I think Rask is pretty well trained in military tactics, so he could understand uh, stuff like this. Yeah, and they're not like they're not the complicated hand signs. It's like literally both hands stop, then down, then that way. He told you to stop, drop, open up shop. You get it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm not good at hiding in this instance. What did you get for the stealth roll? <laughs> hey, have you ever rolled two twos back to back? Because I have. Today. Wow. Rough. Um, but, you know, when I add my very impressive seven, it becomes nine. Here's, beep, a, beep. here's the thing. Rewarding success, as I said earlier. Uh, he, You meet up with him. Your stealth is not good, but Adaru has already lost them. If they were to catch up, they could they would see Rayask and Adaru probably, depending on what Adaru rules for stealth. But he's lost, they've lost his trail, so, like, they're not able to see you guys. It's not a point. Not a problem. You guys, do you head back to your camp, to the men? Um, Adairu just moves away a a little bit from where they met. Sif, how many did you find? Rask, when Adairu, you you meet up with Adairu and he's talking quietly, hiding from, obviously hiding from something, under his breath, panting because he's been running, and he is visibly bleeding from his shoulder. Um, Sword's still out. Um, yeah, Adairu was doing more than hunting marmots. I would, I think I would, yeah, I think I'd be attentive. So, I, I'm sorry, I was kind of making a decision on whether or not I was going to be attentive. You're still going to be zoned out. Uh, Adairu, who has not picked his cover back up. Sif, how many of them things have you begotten yet? <laughs> are are we still running? Yes. You're moving. Um, we, we, we run for a ways, and then Adairu just starts to skulk. Okay. Like, going um, more towards a stealth and less towards a clear distance. I uh, I turn and look at you and go... It's a 13, Jay. I turn and look at you and go... Uh, and, and hold up my my bundle, however many that is. Jay never really told me. I hold up my bundle that I have tied up. Roll yeah, a Jay, give us a number. Me? Do me a favor yeah. and roll a 20. Yeah, roll a 20. You have 19, at least 19 men that Darren wants to give water. There's more than that. I rolled like 19. Hey! Fuck yeah! That's how many he has. <laughs> They are not big. Like I said, he basically found a uh, a bunch of wood uh, groundhog, like prairie dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice job, murderer. That's me. <laughs> Gatherer. Professional. Gatherer. Professional murderer, <laughs> yeah. sir. Gonna give everyone the fucking black death. Yeah, probably. Um, but that takes longer to kill them than thirst. Right. Um, so, yeah, I hold it up and I go, what happened? I'd be having a bit of trouble with me old family. They'd be a bit short of the sight. We need to be taking. We need to be taking four or five more of these little mongrels. You think you can help me be finding a few more over on this side? I ain't been doing the hunting yet. Looks like you've been hunted. Yes, we are all being hunted. I'm sorry, I'm half paying attention. Did you say your family? Yes. Okay. Okay. I am trying to relate it to. That, that it was awkward as shit. Cause I'm trying to relate it to Seth, and I'm like, my family. And I'm like, does he have a family? Not, went, not, mm, R- Ryan, uh, it is important uh, to sorry, note that uh, essentially what we are saying is Adaru's mom may or may not also be a bitch. <laughs> my aunt, my aunt is definitely a bitch. Yes. My mom and dad might also be. Yes, but you will tell me more later about your family. I can be telling you as much as you've been eating and wanting. But for now, we need to find a good handful, four to five more of these for the men. Fine. My thanks, friend. What do we do? 
Uh, we, I'm gonna look for some marmots. I need four or five more because we got four or five four men. So are you gonna I'm... stop like retreat, like running, and like try to grab a handful more rodents while you're like trying to keep a low profile out here in the woods? Is is that what we're yeah, doing? So we're we're making our we're making our way back because you said we were quite a ways out. So we're making our way back. The plan is to try to hustle a few more things sure. on the way back because Adaro is certain we get attacked tonight. Sure. Yeah. 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 Because that's what he would do. Because uh, do that's exactly what he would do. You, you can roll me the survival check needed to find the the animals, but this one will be at disadvantage if you're trying to maintain a low profile while doing so. Shifted, baby. It's a normal roll. Good for you. God damn it. That's a ten. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. Um, you guys make a bit of, of, of you kind of you kind of have scared everything away. You, you're sweaty and bleeding. You have a hard time getting the drop on it's any not, animal. It's not ideal. It's not ideal. It looks like you're going to be going back with just the 19. Yeah, it's not ideal, but it is what it is. And so there uh, says uh, to, to Reyes after a minute, what you be wanting to know about me, family? What do you mean by family? We already have one that made us and one that raised us. I ain't being no different on that. You be knowing the druid, yes? Yes, the broken circle. Yes. The then you be knowing the name of my family. You be knowing the name of where I be coming from. Uh, I scowl at you at this proclamation, and the blue-black hexagonal pattern goes across my skin. So you brought this onto us? They've been coming down for on us in weeks. I've been buying us what time I can, but uh, my best hope was being getting to Santitas, but the men be doing too slow. The water be drying up. They be calling, they be calling the big ones in. They got Throod, they got Zulf, and them pests you be seeing on the horizon. That there was so cold. They ain't be fucking around with these men. I thought that maybe sending the Roka's men that way be buying us enough time to be making it out safe-like, but it's not to be looking that way. I begin to stomp towards you and take my height, and I get to you and I grab your loose skin and I go, You're responsible for what I lost. I cannot be saying I know what you'll be losing, my friend, but a lot of people be losing things. And I can promise you, you'll be losing a lot more We not be in, in, in my kind light. I'm trying to break you free of this. They wish only to be burned at all to the ground. I let go of you forcefully, almost to throw you away, and say, Want to talk about burning things to the ground from a broken circle member? And I move towards the camp. The only thing I be having to say in my defense is think about the number of nights you be sleeping where I be sleeping and the number of nights we both be waking. If I was like them, one of us wouldn't be here to be talking this day. I turn back to look at you, and I narrow my eyes, and I go, One of us, indeed.
Hey, Tavern Goers. Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. Today's tale featured Mitchell Travis as Etheru, Jeffrey Lisk as Rayesk, Ryan Santos as Number Nine, and Jameson Oxford as the Dungeon Master. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bread Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories. So uh, Adairu makes it back to the camp, and he doesn't say anything more to Seth, because Seth is obviously, obviously upset. I, mean, I don't know why, but he's pissed for some fucking reason. Sharks, right? Like, they just get emotional over the weirdest things. And uh, he makes it back to camp, and Adairu uh, gathers up all the men, and he says, My, my men and my friends, I, I know this will be uncomfortable for many of you, but uh, there's a way to survive this drought. We're not walking quick enough to make it to water, and I fear that more attacks will be coming. Oh, Lord, found water. I have brought a less than ideal oh, solution. Did he say found water? Did he found I something have found to something to drink that Just I hope will carry me. us. I hope will carry us to the river or beyond. Oh, thank God! But this is the best we have. It is unpleasant. I'm sure it'll be great. But if you drink from these, it will buy you a day. Put the liquid in my mouth. Je- uh, and uh, uh, there just hands out the marmots. This is strange. Uh, looking not- water skin. We- Mine just bit. We could not. We <laughs> we could not find enough for everyone. So you must share amongst yourselves as you see best. This us- is the best way to do it, Jeff. I need you to give me a grip and rip it. Oh god. point. <laughs> Hold on, maybe I'll do it in the accent. Hold on. In the accent, Antonio Banderas. Grip it and rip it. Grip it and rip oh, it, boys. God damn it. Gross. I think mine's flat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Marmot do. Oh, God. Marmot do. Marmot do. We got a commercial for next episode. <laughs>